This is the Spapreneur Podcast, episode 144. Today's episode is brought to you by Demented Ramona. <laughs> to be fair, she has very tiny humans and they're around a lot. You can't listen to uh, our show. Hello. So I've not been listening to things because even if I listen, I probably won't remember. <laughs> there is nothing relaxing about owning a day spa. Serious spa owners know that being in the spa business isn't for the week. And the lesson in this was I didn't follow my own advice. This is the Spapreneur Podcast with Ramona Rice and Lynn Graves. She is the main owner of the company. I am the COO. I get to be emotional. Right. I don't. Spapreneurs. Hello. Happy day to you. It is Ramona Rice, the co-owner and founder of Spapreneur here with you live. And Ceci is off at the lake house doing God knows what. It's almost frightening to think about. So I have another amazing co-host today. All right. This one is a little bit different because, well, one, she has amazing business value, but two, she's actually a, a true personal friend. Like sometimes like I'll have guests on that I've just met and I feel like they're friends with me, but this one I've actually met in real life. I've had dinner with. Um, we have sung on stage together silly songs. I've done silly things to her husband and she's watched me do silly things with her husband. I've been on several actually improv teams with your husband now that I think about it. And she knows my husband. She's met my children. So this is Allison Wright from Freelancer Bookkeeping Course. Um, I'm super excited to have her because she is a mastermind when it comes to actually understanding your basic business like numbers. And she's come up with this amazing course and we're actually accountability partners. So we meet every Wednesday and we talk about what we're doing businesses keep each other accountable. And when she was telling me about this course, I'm like, my spapreneurs need need this because money is scary and numbers are scary and she makes it super easy. So Allison, welcome to the show. Thank you, Ramona, for having me. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> All right, let's let's get down to brass tacks. Numbers are scary for business owners, particularly business owners who are more, I'm going to say in that organic kind of mindset of, I want to just do the things that I do really well. And I don't really want to worry about my numbers. But then if I don't worry about my numbers, then it feels like I don't make any money. Is that true for every kind of business or just spa people? I think every kind of business. Um, yeah, numbers are scary for folks, especially those who didn't do well in math in school. There's a lot of us here. Um, to be honest, I had to work really hard in school with math. And, um, you know, I learned it. I picked it up. But some people just really hate math and that's okay um, because there are ways to make it easier for you. <laughs> yeah. So bookkeeping, it sounds really scary. I'm going to be honest with you. Like the thought of using like QuickBooks or Xero, whatever is out there, even like Spapreneur. And, and I, I'm going to just confess something, Spapreneur, you know this. We have the Dupa, my dad. Um, he handles all of our business and he loves QuickBooks. Like he's in there all the time. He's telling about things. He's coding things. And I'm just like, it goes over my head. <laughs> what you've done is you said you don't need QuickBooks when you're a baby business, when you're a, a smaller business or any size business, you really just need like just some organized things. So I guess what I'm asking is, is that, okay, let's say that I'm a business person and I'm listening to this podcast and I'm like, okay, um, I know my business numbers are a mess and I don't know where to start. Is there just one thing that they could do today to make their business books a little better? Well, I I would say buy my course because it makes it super simple. But one thing you could do that doesn't cost you any money is start to scan your receipts and keep them in your Google Drive. Because 
the IRS doesn't need like the paper copy. And I don't know if um, any of you out there have a shoebox full of receipts. I know some of you do. That's fine. Or <laughs> we don't keep receipts at all. <laughs> or don't do that at all. Um, my husband actually has his own business as well. And so that was him when he first started. And it was maddening because I was his bookkeeper. <laughs> so, so yeah, those receipts over time fade. And so if you were ever to get audited by the IRS, the scary IRS, um, they're not going to be helpful to you. So yeah, take pictures of your receipts and put them in your Google Drive. That's a, that's a tip um, that you can do today. <laughs> Why do you need to keep the receipts? Why is that really important? Well, uh, to show your expenses, to show uh, what, you've, what you've paid for. So if the IRS ever has any questions like, okay, why did she spend $3,000 on this um, fancy massage lotion? Did she really spend $3,000 on that? That seems like a lot. And then you can show them the receipt and say, yeah, I did. Look, here it is. It's right here. So... Oh, okay. So it's, so it's not enough to maybe have like the credit card charge, like in your bank account, because like, you know, like my bank, I, I do everything. I, I don't, I don't think in my business, Allison, I pay anything in cash. You know what I mean? Like, I can really like, even like Uber drivers, if I'm traveling, you know, that goes on a credit card. So is that not enough or do I really need the receipt? Well, a credit card statement will normally show where you've bought like just say you went to Home Depot to buy, I'm, I'm just using it because my husband's a contractor. <laughs> you bought um, two by fours at the you know Home Depot. And so then you would be able to show on your credit card, you actually did go to Home Depot and spend this much. It might not show exactly what you bought, but yeah, if you could do both, that would be great. If As long as you have your credit card statement though, that should suffice. But keeping the receipt is like the extra step. Okay. So we're going to start by keeping our receipts, taking pictures of them on our phone and uploading them to Google Drive. And I'm going to remind you, Spotpreneurs, Google Drive, while I pay for Google Drive and it's worth it paying for, I believe, um, you can also use Dropbox, you know, whatever cloud-based you want to, but you can get a Google Drive for free. Everybody, if you have a Gmail account, <laughs> you have Google Drive, right? <laughs> right? I mean, you have limited storage capacity, but yeah, that's a really good tip. And I didn't think about that. So, and there are... Um, what you call it? There are, um, sorry, I'm getting a Girl Scout cookie order, like as we're talking. Awesome. <laughs> so, I, I know. She, well, you know my kid. She's like a hustler when it comes to Girl Scout cookies. Yeah. You know, I think you and Sam have bought a box here or there but in we the years. We might have. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Just because I'm saying support your Girl Scouts locally. It's important. Strong girls are important. Um, the receipts. So, yeah. So, that's one part of organizing. But let's say, okay, I've got a shoebox of receipts. Fine. I'm going to do that tip. But when it comes down to it, I think. For I know myself, when I first was looking at my numbers, it was scary because I had numbers really don't lie. No, don't. you know, they do not. They don't, they don't lie. They, they tell exactly where our money is going and coming. And I think for some entrepreneurs, and I don't care, we're just talking about entrepreneurs at this point, just people in general, humans in general, it's scary because it, we feel guilt. We feel shame. Um, you know, you name the emotion and you feel it when it comes to expenses. Because when you look at your past expenses, you kind of go, again, why did I spend $3,000 on massage cream? Like that was dumb. Please don't. We, I don't think even our company as a whole spends $3,000 a year on <laughs> massage cream. So that must be some damn good massage. Well, you know, actually that's not true. CBD stuff will, will get you up there if it has yes, enough it CBD will. in it. Yes, it will. So 
how do you deal with that? Because for you in the course, you're teaching like the basic fundamentals of, okay, this is how you do your books. And it's not really setting up a budget, right? It is is basic bookkeeping at its, right. at its finest. What is basic bookkeeping? Because I don't think people understand the difference between that and setting a budget. So basic bookkeeping, you talked about how it's really scary to know your numbers. Really, it's you have to... My course is a little bit like ripping off the Band-Aid. I help you get all the things organized that you that you have. And then I show you how to enter them into a very, very simple spreadsheet because I know that you guys don't have time to mess around with these big, scary accounting programs. And so it's very simple. And then it gives you um, a report automatically. It automatically produces this report. You don't have to do anything extra. And it shows you your actual profit that you're making. Um, that includes your income minus your expenses so that you know, am I actually making money or that $3,000 purchase of massage oil was like a really bad idea because I lost money the last, last month because of it. And I know it's scary, but knowing is half the battle. I mean, it really is. You, you need to know where you are so that you can make adjustments and changes. Because even if you're not profitable when you first enter your stuff into the spreadsheet, that doesn't, that's not the end of the story. You can make changes and become profitable. But you don't know what you don't know. So... Yeah. I, I love this. I want to, I want to repeat something she just said. You don't know what you don't know. And this is a starting point. We've talked about in past podcast episodes about building your roadmap, building your team and understanding where you need to go. You know, it's kind of like, you know, I said this a couple weeks ago when I was on with my mom, Allison, um, if a pilot flying from LA to New York goes off by one degree, they'll wind up in Maine or they'll wind up in Delaware. Wow. <laughs> Just one degree off. So they have a plan and a roadmap. And it sounds like, like, and again, I say this all the time, know your numbers, know your numbers, know your numbers. And this is a really good starting point of knowing your numbers. So things like with bookkeeping, what kind of things are you, are we keeping track of with, when it comes to bookkeeping? So it really depends on your business, but obviously every business is going to keep track of any time they receive any form of income, because you're going to have to pay taxes on that at some point. So you keep track of your income. You keep track of your expenses. So that's your office supplies. Um, if you buy a computer, thing, things like that, your massage oils. Um, and again, in the course, I go into deeper what um, is an expense, what is a cost of goods sold. That's, that's like um, an item that is required to make your product or service. And so it kind of comes off the top of your, your income. So that helps you tax-wise. So again, cost of goods sold for massage therapists or estheticians, that's your back bar supplies. That's your sheets. That is um, any um, like materials you're using within the spa, like, like for that service. And that's what I say. It's really good to know per service how much on an average you spend because then you know if you're buying $3,000 worth of... So we use Eminence in our, in our day spa, Allison, and it's very expensive. So I know when there's a sale on Eminence, I know what products we go through more often than that. And I know what I can purchase in order to justify buying this big sale item because it's like, well, it's going to save us like 50 cents per treatment. And it doesn't sound like a lot, but when you know those numbers, it starts adding up because 50, you know, 50 cents times 300, um, that's what, $1,500, something like that? No, hold on. I'm going to do the math. I'm trying to like do it. Pull up that calculator. Let me, do, let me pull up the calculator <laughs> and do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's about, you know, it saves a lot of money. Right. And so, you know, and that starts adding up and it's those little things 
that start really making the difference in your business because you can make those choices. It's also, I'm going to remind y'all, business expenses like paying for a business coach, like if you bought Spopreneur, buying her course, that's a business expense. That's yes. a legitimate business expense. So that whatever the cost is can be deducted. Your continuing education that is required, your business insurance, um, you know, your business license, your LLC license, um, you know, all these things are deductible, but it's really important to know what you're spending month over month. And what she said was that profit loss, that's that P&L statement your bank always wants to see. Yes. And it will be very helpful for you at tax time because whether you do your taxes yourself or you take them to someone to have that profit loss statement, it breaks down every single category of expenses that you that you have, cost of goods sold that you have, your income, everything is there. And so it makes it will make your accountant very, very happy to have, have this report. <laughs> it's even <of> shoebox. <laughs> yeah, I know that. Or even if you're doing like TurboTax yourself, because I know a lot right. of people still do, and that's a legitimate thing, or you take it to God knows where to get your taxes done. But just stay organized. I and I do. I will say this as someone who again does her like fi- family's budget and also her business budget here at Spopreneur. You know, it, it's it's a dread sometimes going into that, but it's also fun when you realize, wait, I have way more money than I thought. Um, that's because once you know your numbers, you kind of have that. And if you systematize a lot of your spending, and I know for some of you are like, well, I never know because like, for example, like it's, you know, we're recording this in February. This is coming out in March, but you know, like February is super busy in baseball land because of Valentine's Day or Mother's Day is coming up. And they're like, well, I have to do a lot more. When you have these regular like monthly reports, you can kind of see the ebb and flow of your business. So you know, okay, December through February, I need to spend more in printed materials because I need more gift certificates. So that's when I sell bulk of my gift certificates. And also too, it allows you to say, okay, that gift certificate money, I need to allot that throughout the months to get me through because they're going to be redeeming those gift certificates and I can't spend it right away. So knowing these numbers helps too. So I love this. So, okay. So basic bookkeeping, again, knowing your expenses, that includes fixed expenses and variable. Let's go over that really fast. What's the difference between a fixed and a variable expense? Because I don't think they understand that. So how do I explain this and not accountant um, speak? So (laughs) fixed expenses like your utilities for your your spa, you're going to have them every month and it's like a recurring kind of a deal. Your variable expenses, like Ramona was saying, like you you may find a sale on this oil and you're going to buy a whole bunch of it at once, but you're not necessarily going to buy it every month. Because you've, yeah. you've like bought it in bulk, so I does that is that helpful? I'm trying to trying to simplify. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give you I'll give you some example variable census. So Valentine's Day week, we really spoil our staff. We buy new T-shirts for them, so that's a variable. Well, actually, I guess I should consider it fixed expense at this point because it happens every February. <laughs> but we usually do some type of small gift. It's, uh, we this year we just did boxes of chocolate. It cost me a dollar, but they were so excited. They're like, oh, we got candy, and then I'm paying for pizza one day, and then Panera box lunches the next day. Okay. Um, because every month we do some type of, we call it a random act of kindness. It's really not random. We pre-plan it because that way we can plan the budget. But like next month, I'll give you a hint. We're doing um, uh, cookies from Wegmans because Wegman cookies are like the greatest thing on the planet. Yep. They are. Yes. <laughs> I will drive from Newport News, and uh, Newport News, Allison to Wegmans to get cookies. I don't. Yeah, I would do the same. <laughs> you probably live about as far as from Wegmans as I do. 
<laughs> considering where Virginia Beach, because you're, you're you're on those front. But um, yeah, so th- that's kind of variable expenses. Or like, for example, um, again, printing costs, because they get more expensive for us in Valentine's Day versus, you know, March, where I won't have to do nearly as much printing because I don't need like flyers and posters. You know, I don't, I don't have a big sales push. But also variable costs too. Uh, you know, one year you may be spending it on a lot of continuing education. Other years you may not. Right. So right. having like understanding your variable costs and your seasons, like again, the ebb and flow is really critical and you won't really know that. I mean, yeah, you may have like the intuition gut of going, okay, I got to do this stuff, but having it like written out on paper is such a difference because yeah. it does allow you to do a lot more, a lot of cooler things. It allows you again to see where your money's going so that you can reinvest it back in your business. Right. Right. And in the beginning, it's, um, it can be tough for folks because they just, they just don't know. And so you, like, you're going to get business cards, you're going to get a logo made, you're going to get, there's things that, that, that expenses you're going to have that you're not going to have later on. And so it's, it's, it is good to write it out and, um, figure out what's going to be like every month I have to pay a water bill. I have to pay a phone bill. I have to pay, you know, X, Y, Z. And then these other things you have to plan for them. Like the Valentine's day, you know, you're going to spend more on X, Y, Z. And so you plan for them. So knowing your numbers, you're going to, you're going to know how to do that. So you created this course. Why did, why did you actually create this course? I'm just curious. What did you see in the marketplace that was missing? So I feel like there's a gap because most of my clients, um, they're, they're just told that um, I'm an accountant by trade. And so I, I get a lot of bookkeeping clients and most of them are told, well, you just have to jump right into QuickBooks. That's, that's the only thing out there. I'm not knocking QuickBooks. I think it's amazing. I use it. I'm a pro advisor, but for someone who is just starting out or someone who doesn't have a, a ton of transactions every month, they really don't need that big of a program because it, it does it does so much. And a lot of what it does, you're not even going to use. And so I thought, how can I make this easier for some of my freelance clients, um, entrepreneurs, uh, small biz owners? And so I created the spreadsheet and it really is just very, very simple um, to enter the transactions. It automatically gives you this report. It just, I wanted to simplify it so that business owners can do their bookkeeping in less than two hours a month. And um, because y'all don't have time to do, you're doing your business. (laughs) So yeah. yeah. So that's, that's why I created it um, because I feel like there's just not a really simple bookkeeping program out there like like this one so how long does it take to learn your course you could do it in a day if you really were um organized and got your stuff together now if you have a whole year's worth of cleanup to do it's going to take you a little longer because my course is very hands-on so i give you homework i um (laughs) tell you you know i tell you what you need to gather what you need to enter i also have a slack channel that um we can go back and forth if you have questions um i really want to help you guys uh be successful with this um this bookkeeping spreadsheet so yeah but you you really could do it in a day. I've had students do it in a day. So, okay. So 
let's recap what we've talked about. We have talked about, again, keeping your receipts. You actually do need to. Um, so I'm going to start doing that. I'm guilty for not keeping my receipts. It's not that, you know, like like things I buy online, that's super easy. I get an invoice, it stays my email forever. Those are the usually, it's the ones where like, for example, I went to a store and bought some gifts for my clients at Spapreneur and it's like, okay, that receipt I need to keep. And then also here's, here's the kicker y'all. Don't be like me and mix it with uh, like personal stuff. I've yes. done that before. Yeah. Th- that probably drives accountants crazy, <laughs> right? Because that's a nightmare, isn't it? Yeah. It's a little hard to untangle, you know, when you go to the ABC, I don't know, the ABC store and buy a client gift, but also you buy uh, your Christmas stash. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So one thing I do, um, and I do this actually now for my personal budget because I use YNAB for my personal budget. And so um, I, I love that that for a personal budget, it's fantastic. And one thing that I do because I, I separate like household goods and like groceries into two separate lines. And so I'll be at the self-checkout like at Target and I'll do two separate transactions, the groceries items and then the thing. So you can ask at a store, like I've done this at Costco where I'm like, okay, this is legitimately paper towels and printer ink are for the business. And then these rotisserie chickens are from my house. So two separate credit cards, two separate, it it is allowed. You're not going to be annoying to the other clients and and the cashiers do it all the time. So that's my best tip I can tell you. And then the other thing that I do is I have in my wallet a separate place for those business receipts. Right. That's good. So, but yeah, but now, but I was putting them in a shoebox. So now I'm going to take pictures of them, put them in Google Drive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just take those pictures because for years I, I saved them, uh, my husband's receipts, but they, they just fade. They just do. And so yeah. if, if they were ever pulled, there's no way they're reading that. So. And you don't need like a special like app. It's just your regular camera app you're using? Just take your camera. Yeah. I mean, you can use an app if you want. There's several apps out there, but I think most of them you have to pay a little something for storage. But Google Drive's free and these are receipts. And so it's it's like, you know, not super confidential information. <laughs> so it's it's fine. Um, take that picture, upload it to your Google Drive and you, you forget about it. <laughs> okay. So we're going to, we're looking at our receipts. The other thing we're going to do is... Um, you know, when we have those receipts, one thing that my father has always suggested is write down on the receipt what you actually, what category it is. So let's talk about categories really fast because I don't think we got into it. Why is it important to break down, like, like, let's say, okay, I buy massage cream. That's one category. My utilities is one category. Rent, um, taxes. Those are all four business expenses, right? Now, obviously I don't get a tax benefit for paying taxes other right. than I don't go to jail. Um, you know, that, that's the benefit, y'all. You can't write off taxes, but you don't go to jail. So yeah. yay us, okay? And and you help your your fellow countrymen, you know, pay for right. things we need to pay for. So um, why is it important to break those categories out and not just say l- one lump sum? Again, it's, it's knowing your numbers and your specific numbers. So you know that you are paying this much a month in... I keep using massage oil, but you're paying, paying this much a month for this item. And so you, it's just, it's better to know instead of lumping them all together, because then how are you going to know what you're spending on each, each thing? Are you actually getting a good deal? Are you paying more than you should? It's yeah. You need to split them up. (laughs) Yeah. I say also split them up for a couple of reasons is like, for example, your rent, you won't be able to change 
while you're in a contract situation with your landlord or a mortgage. But when it comes to the massage oil, what happens is, is that you can see if the costs go up because costs have gone up this year. Um, everything's more expensive because of the way it has to be handled and treated and shipped because of, of, of you know, pandemic. But the thing is, is that if I notice that consistently I'm going through the same amount of materials for my cost of goods, and again, that's that's the treatment price. So yeah, and treatment room price. I can then say, okay, it's time to raise my rates to cover this cost. Like when we had to, when we had to, um, you know, pay for PPE, like the mask and all the cleaning supplies, we went ahead and added two more dollars eventually to our service prices just to cover that. But that's because we knew our numbers. And it wasn't that we were necessarily making more money. We, we didn't get to keep any of that money, but it was a pass-through to make sure that we paid for, you know, mask and things like we, that we needed. So that's why I think this is so important to know those numbers and to understand those numbers because you can make those decisions and then feel confident when you raise your prices. When the clients go, why are you raising them? You can give some very specific reasons. It's because the government's making me buy all this stuff so I can rub your naked body. Now be quiet, right. go take off your clothes. You know? <laughs> right. Yes. No, that's that's an amazing point because uh in other industries this happens is what my husband said the price of lumber has gone way up. And I don't know why that is, but it's so it costs him more to do what he's doing. And so he has to charge more. And so you can confidently say to your clients this is costing me more. And so therefore it's costing you more. And yeah, sorry, but that's just how it is. (laughs) Yeah. Or again, you know, the other thing is, is that it helps you justify the more expensive continuing education. So when you go and take that very expensive neuromuscular class, you can break out per service, how much that class costs you and then add that into your service price. And when the clients are like, well, why am I paying more? Because I'm a better therapist now. That's a great point. Yep. Yeah. So this is why knowing this number isn't just about you, you know, being a good business person. This is about you, you know, your overall value to your clients. And that way you can say to your clients, I'm not basing this on whether or not you value me. I'm basing this on what it actually costs me to do this service. And that includes my education, includes the good materials, includes the materials to keep you and I safe. You know, th- these are all necessary things. You know, too often, this is this drives me crazy. I don't know if you're in entrepreneur groups that do this, but in the in particularly the massage groups, this is what they say, "What should I charge for my services?" And that 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 question it pisses me off. I want to literally go through the screen and like shake them because what cost here in Virginia, hell, what cost in Newport News? So I live in Newport News. Um, Allison lives in Virginia Beach. Okay. It's about 30 minutes away. And it's like night and day, even like sections of Virginia Beach and Newport News. Right. You can pay like, you know, am I wrong? Because there are some really expensive areas of Virginia Beach. You're like, how are people affording to live in this section of Virginia Beach? Right. And then you go to other sections. Now, but within the country, what someone's paying, let's say in Chicago for a massage versus Virginia is way different. Or even, um, Allison, what people are paying in Washington, D.C., which is three hours away from us versus down here. Totally different. And that's why I say the first thing as a business owner you need to know is your numbers so you know what you're charging is actually worth your time and your effort and your education. Right, right. And, you know, everybody's, yeah, I I see that question a lot too. And I'm like, you can't... (laughs) You can't answer that question unless you live in the same town and do the exact same business and have the exact same education. And that that's just, you're not going to find your, everyone is unique in what they offer. And so you have to know your numbers, know your value, know what it costs to do what you're, what you do and um, price from there. 
Yeah. And and knowing your numbers is part of that building block of building that confidence so that you can clearly say, look, this is what I do for people. I have these testimonials. I have these clients. This is what I can do for you. This is how much it costs. And then when you know your numbers and have the confidence, you can then step back and say, be quiet. And then let them decide if, if they're going to pay it or not. Because that's right. not then a decision based on what you are. That's a decision where their values are. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Th- this is this is so good. Okay. So let's say they're interested in the course. What should they do? So all you have to do is go to the website. It's freelancerbookkeeping.com. And there's a little button that says get course. And um, you sign up there. It is only $37. So it's, uh, it's very affordable. I try to make it affordable for you guys. It includes uh, three months of Slack support. And so you have, um, you have me via Slack. And so any questions you have. And um, just to throw in a little something, I'm, I'm, because Ramona and I do comedy together, I try to make it fun and like, <laughs> you know, funny. I use funny memes. I also, every lesson I'm like, okay, now it's time to reward yourself. So I'm a big believer in rewards. So when you do something, I'm like, okay, go have coffee or a beverage of your choice or, you know, have something because I want you guys to feel good about making progress. And so, and I'm a super big goofball. So I hopefully that translates to some of you. <laughs> she is a goofball, um, the best kind, but yes, goofball. Cause we married, we married two goofballs who they have a bromance. They do. Um, they perform together. They do. And uh, so Evan came back. So, okay. So here, here's the story. Sam and I took improv basically from 201 all the way through 501 together. Like, so Sam and I, our improv journey have, have been, we've been partners in a lot of scenes and it's fun. And we've been on several, several teams together. And so the boys did a show called Cock on the Walk, and it was to benefit a local women's domestic violence shelter. And so they had many scenes together. And so Evan would come home. He goes, I've made a friend, Sam. I'm like, I know Sam. He goes, no, he's my friend. I'm like, hello, I've known him like blah, blah, blah. No, doesn't matter. No, Sam belongs to me. I get to keep Sam. I'm like, Sam belongs to me. I love it. The, I'm like, what the hell, dude? So yes, so yes. And then um, Sam will come to me and go, do you know your husband's like fantastic? I'm like, I'm aware I married him, but thank you. So yeah, no, um, the, the romance is real, but it just, it just happens. Um, uh, you know, Allison and I were chatting one day and I'm like, wait a minute, you do online business and I do online business. This is interesting because it's hard to find people in real life who understand yeah. this, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who understand this and actually want to talk about, Hey, look at these conversion rates on these emails. So fun. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. Look so, but yes. And she, <laughs> and she and I have sang many silly songs together because we're both musically improv trained. We're not going to sing right now. Sorry. Okay. I'm not warmed yeah. up and there's no I Andy. I was a little nervous when you said no. that. No, okay. no, 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 no. There's no Andy here um, to provide background and to cover up when we get squeaky. So right. yes, but if you have it, once um, everything reopens, hopefully we'll be able to sing on stage again. I miss it so much. But um, yeah, again, her name is Allison Wright. She is from the um, freelancebookkeeper.com um, course. And um, you have a free Facebook community. I don't want to miss this because for people who maybe want to learn more about you or get some just quick help on where should they go for that? And I'll link it in the show notes. This is episode 144 of the Spopreneur podcast. Yeah. So let me pull that up because it's, it's, uh, um, I always forget too. Like, I know it's like facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash this Facebook group name is. I just know. Yeah. It's like, hold on just a moment. 
cool. We'll have it linked in the show notes. Again, go to spotpreneur.com forward slash episodes forward slash 144 and that will take you to the show notes for this episode. But um, while she's looking at that, real quick to remind her, I am always doing uh, Spotpreneur Live weekly every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time in my free Facebook group. So you want to join that. And then also I'm with the lovely Rachel Beater and Ezra Robbins. We always bring up some other guests in Clubhouse. We call it the... Um, a beauty spa wellness hour, power hour, where we just answer your questions. It's always one fifteen Eastern Standard Time every Friday on Clubhouse. Okay. Allison, you ready? Yes, I got it. It is called Bookkeeping for Entrepreneurs and Small Business Owners. <laughs> it's a yes. long name. So that's why I always have trouble rem- remembering it. So yeah. yeah. But it is free to join. And um, if you join, I will send you a little freebie. So um, some people like... Those of you who are just starting to be a spapreneur or um, are, are young in your business, um, some of you need a startup budget template. Even though you're you've already started working towards it, you're still you still need to know like what you need to actually launch yourself. And so this is kind of a a pretty template, if you will. <laughs> it's a it's a like a graphic. A pretty graphic you could post and look at and keep track of. Okay, well, I have this. I have this money. I'm I'm ready to go with this, but I need to buy this thing. So yeah, if you sign up, you can get one of those. Actually, there's two of them. There's one that's a pretty one, and there's one that's more of like a nature theme. So um, yeah, there's that. Because apparently, Allison doesn't think nature's pretty. <laughs> yeah, um, nature is uh, you know not as cool as the other. No, I'm just kidding. Not- I love nature. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, you live at the beach. You should love all the nature, you know? I do. I do. Yeah, that's not, sorry. Can we redo that? <laughs> no, no, no. You're fine. You're fine. No, no, no. You're fine. We don't do reduce here because it's it's real. But no, seriously, I like that you get two choices. I don't ever get two choices. I just say this is what I do because everything's in teal and pink in my land or coral, excuse me, corals. Yes. Um, real quick, again, the course is on the uh, freelancers bookkeeping course. The guest is Alison Wright. She's my, my personal friend. And I'm going to ask you the question I ask every guest. What is making you feel wealthy today? Today, what makes me feel wealthy? Well, okay. So I'll go back a little bit. My husband and I started flipping houses years ago and allowed us to pay off all of our student loans and buy our dream house, which I currently live in. We're across the street from the beach. And every time I drive into the driveway, I, I feel wealthy. We, we have the smallest, cheapest house on the block, but I love it. And I feel, I feel wealthy because we were able to get this house. So I think that's great because, uh, you know, it, it's interesting. I did not pick out the house where I live. I moved in with my husband because he had bought the house. But every time I pull into the driveway, it's just like, it's so happy because it's like, it's my house right. because it has my dream kitchen in it, you know, because I have a spectacular kitchen because that's that's what I, I cared about in the house was making sure the kitchen was was exactly what I wanted, like double ovens and everything. And I think that being, feeling that sense of like gratitude about where you live is so important. So real quick tip, and I'll wrap up the show, but if you're not happy where you're living, Look at your surroundings. If it's full of clutter and grime, clean it. It's the easiest thing to do to make your life happier like and wealthier. Like Because wealthy houses always look really clean. So, yes. Yes, Great. I love it. No, not saying that your house is dirty. I'm just saying that, you know, I'm like, I, lo- I love this so much that when you're thankful to, to pull in the driveway and go, this is my house. I love where I'm living in. Um, yeah. I think it's so important, especially this day when we don't really get to do anything but be at your house. Be at home. <laughs> Anyway, Allison Wright, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. You were fantastic. Thank you, Ramona. Always a pleasure to talk to you. 
Need more actionable steps to get your spa headed in the right direction? Head to Spapreneur.com where we've got the tools, tricks, and methods to make your spa as successful as it can be. Spapreneur.com. <laughs>